baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Friday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And our top story comes out of Eastern Henrico, and it actually occurred earlier this morning. Uh, Jeff, you handled this story. Bike accident, or well, an accident involving a car and a bike on Osborne Turnpike. This may sound familiar to folks who yeah. may remember a, a, a one an accident, at same almost same spot uh, last year um, that was fatal. This one was not fatal, thank, no. thankfully, but involved a prominent Henrico resident. Yes, uh, as you mentioned, not far from a last August incident where that driver killed a, uh, is accused of killing a, a cyclist and uh, critically injuring another. This happened in the 6500 block of Osborne Turnpike around 1145 this morning. Henrico police say uh, Verina District Supervisor Tyrone Nelson did not allow a three-foot distance when trying to pass a cyclist on Osborne Turnpike. There was a crash, and uh, the uh, the cyclist is um, was injured, minor injuries, uh, uh, nothing too major, but uh, she had to be transported to the hospital for treatment of her injuries. Uh, he was, uh, Tyrone Nelson was given a, uh, issued a summons for failing to move over and is cooperating with the investigation. So uh, this happened once again, just before noon, around between 1145 and noon on Osborne Turnpike. And as you mentioned, that is that stretch of road is no stranger to uh, car and bicycle collisions. This one, thankfully, not as uh, uh, severe as the other one, whereas, uh, you know, but uh, still significant enough that charges are filed in this case. Yes, and uh, Nelson also related to University of Richmond, uh, I believe, point guard or shooting guard. Oh, I didn't Mar- know that. Mar- Nelson, yes. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, uh, he played at John Marshall. Is it a nephew or something? Or a- I believe it's his nephew. Um, okay. Played, played at John John Marshall and uh, and wow. uh, then went to, to U of R. So, because um, we have to have a basketball reference in every podcast. Well, and Richmond plays tonight at VCU, so that is yeah. a local story as well. Yes, yes. Um, but, uh uh, and and it, he did put out a sta- sta- uh, statement, Supervisor Nelson. Yeah, um, they, I think the statement was only given to CBS six because they had yeah. reached out. To, and but I, I did read the statement and saying that, uh, yeah. you know, praying for the cyclists. It's an unfortunate thing to happen. And, you know. and, and an example of a need for more infrastructure in the in the area. Or, uh, or, you know, and yeah. Uh, and there's been, you know, whether it's pedestrian or bicyclists or whomever uh we've seen far too many of these lately and right right and, fatalities and this, or otherwise and thankfully this one was not a fatality and this is in no means indictments of of the cyclists and choosing where 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 to ride their, their yeah. bikes because because let, let me tell you it's it, it, they're considered a vehicle they can be on the roads roads legally that's fine i right. will tell you if i was riding a bike in the east end i would use the capitol trail um yeah you, yeah you can, go, you can go all the way to williamsburg um, it is off the road. It is 
generally safer because all you've got to do is go around the the joggers and walkers and other uh, other people out there. Um, I do understand why people use the roads. It is legal. Yeah, I'm just saying, in my personal opinion, I would go, go on the Capitol Trail. But at the it's, same time, you're told to share the road. So right, right. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you and you you know, whenever I'm near a bicyclist on, on the roads, plenty uh, of distance. Over there. Now, keep in mind, right now, I'm not anywhere on the roads. I'm you know, I'm not walking, <laughs> riding, anything like that. So nope. driving anything along the line. But just saying, you know, safety safety is a major concern. I mean, runners are the same way too. I mean, they're pedestrians too. But I mean, runners are. Right. Well, runners, runners don't necessarily have the right to be on the road. Well, and, and Hey, let's, let's yeah. talk about my injury for a second. Part of the reason I ran into the hole was because I moved off of the road onto the grass to avoid a car that was legally in the road. They were not doing anything, anything right. wrong. Um, and then failed to get back on the road. Um, or I, at least I thought I was back on the road and ended up running into the hole. Yeah. You, t- you, you went to a section that used to be road. Yeah. Well, you are used to be grass. It was just, a, just a hole basically oh, okay. at that point. So, so anyways, but now we're getting off topic talking about holes and roads and, right. and things along that line. So um, moving off from that interesting story out of Spotsylvania. Um, and, and I know you used to, to cover Spotsylvania. Oh yeah. No shortage um, of news there. Yeah. No, no shortage. Um, the former school board chair has been charged with forgery and tampering. And apparently this is tied and and I don't even get really into the full details in the story that we did for the, the radio. This is tied to um, apparently pay for an interim superintendent whom, and I didn't mention this in the story, uh, Kirk Twig, the former board chair, had forced out the previous <laughs> superintendent. And the interim was there because he had forced out the previous superintendent. Yeah, There's a whole controversy there. about the person he had chosen for superintendent as well. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the one I was going to get to because wasn't there a controversy about the superintendent who became the real yeah. superintendent? That there is, but that's not. I mean, that's indirectly tied to this. Okay, the pay is dealt with the interim superintendent, who is the person in between the two superintendents. <laughs> Um, the superintendent is hired now. There was question over whether or not he should be qualified to be a yeah, superintendent. Yeah, he like yet. totally didn't appear to be qualified for the position. So, but but apparently he he changed a a contract and and at least that's what is being alleged. And yeah. so there's where the forgery and the tampering come in. Um, one is a felony, one is a misdemeanor. He's still on the board. And yeah. also, if you remember way back in 2021, he got into controversy for talking about and supporting the idea of burning books that he felt didn't belong in school libraries. And this uh, dealt with a book that, uh, that uh, parent had complained about uh, had depictions of uh, uh, homosexual sex acts. Mm-hmm. So, and this was, you know, and that was a couple of years ago. That, that was 2021. Yeah. So, okay. so it, well, it, it seems like two years ago, it was really about a month and a half. Years kind of run together after a yeah, while, year, year especially and a during ago. the pandemic. Yeah. Year, it was about a year and a half ago. So to speak. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but uh, interesting. We'll keep an eye on that. See how that resolves itself. But uh, Spotsylvania, no, no short of of controversy. Uh, yeah. There. Um, moving on from that, you talked to uh, AAA about gas prices. What are they? What are they seeing? Are we in moving in the right direction? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, now the reason uh, that they are going down is the reason most. Uh, most of the time that they do go down is because uh, crude oil prices are going down. Morgan Dean from AAA Mid-Atlantic, he said that just very recently, maybe even a week or two ago, uh, crude oil was like at $80 a barrel. And now it's like 
73, $74 a barrel. And usually when the price of a, a, a gallon of crude drops, uh, the price at the pump doesn't immediately follow, but it eventually does. But we're starting to see that now. And uh, uh, Morgan Dean is saying that uh, Virginia, I mean, to give you an idea, Richmond had a really uh, large decrease week to week. Their average is now 312, but it was 323 last week. So that's down 11 cents. Uh, and uh, Virginia is 317, which is down seven cents from uh, a week ago on average. But the interesting thing about Virginia is Virginia is now in the top 10 of states that had seen the largest changes in their average the past week. Now, keep in mind, this is also uh, not only averages going down, but averages going up. So uh, Virginia is in the top 10, and you can even say they're probably higher in the top 10 of downward uh, movement because in the top 10, there are some like California went up seven cents in the past week and uh, Oregon went up six cents. So Virginia is doing pretty well uh, when you look at the national scope of things. Uh, Morgan Dean does caution, however, that uh, in the near future with warmer weather, I mean, we have been having warmer weather recently, but the official start of spring coming up and demand uh, uh, going to start to increase soon. Uh, stations will start switching to summer blend, and that usually uh, ends up uh, raising the prices about 15 to 20 cents a gallon on average. And I said, well, that's not coming for a couple months, right? And he said, well, actually, some areas will switch to summer blend by the end of next month. So yeah, so it's coming sooner than you think. So uh, and it's more expensive to uh, to make that summer blend. So when they switch, it's going to raise the prices, like I said, about 15 to 20 cents. So yeah, gotcha. uh, something to keep in mind uh, as spring approaches and the demand for travel, uh, of course, goes up. That means prices go up. The easiest way to, to, to save on gas is work from home for four months. There you go. So. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, recommend the the method you did to do that. Easy, easiest way to avoid the, the 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 having to spend money on gases. Just right, to, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah your car is probably uh, your uh, other members of your family are probably using your car, but yes, your car yes. is probably like, but what did I do? Yes. <laughs> so, speaking of cars, vehicles, driver's licenses, the whole nine yards. Uh, yeah. DMV won't be able to do driver's license renewals, applications, or replacements on Saturday. Keep in mind, tomorrow is the last Saturday of the month and usually a busy time for the DMV. Yeah, yeah. But it's not their fault. They stress it's not their fault. It's Verizon's fault and it impacts the National Driver uh, Registry, which they have to check in order to be able to do replacements, renewals. And um, this is just maintenance to this National Registry. It's Verizon maintenance and Verizon maintenance is impacting the registry. So the register. So So this is nationwide then. she didn't say it was nationwide, but it's definitely statewide. I mean, it's okay. Commonwealth, Commonwealth wide. It's a nationwide database that's being impacted. So my guess is it probably is, yeah. but I only know that it's impacting Virginia. <laughs> right. But the good news is, and I hate to to also take your thunder on this story, but she probably said you can do all this stuff online anyway, right? Well, no, you can do the renewals online. You cannot apply okay. and you cannot uh, replace uh, okay. online. Gotcha. You can do the renewals online, but it's only if you're eligible to renew online. If you had to go into the office to renew because it's your turn to go into the office to renew, you can't do that because okay. the whole thing. So so just okay. pay it. 
you should if you waited the last moment, you might be in trouble. And be be prepared to wait on Monday. <laughs> and apparently all these services will be back on Monday. They should be back on Monday. It's just a maintenance uh, outage for, for the day on Saturday. So okay. So and again, it's not their fault. It, they're blaming Verizon. So yeah. <laughs> so blame Verizon. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, and um, other things that we covered today. What else did you you have? Um, well, we had a story that out of Nelson County. Yes. Oh, sad. Very sad. Tragic. Yeah. Story in Nelson um, this happened in late December. Um, and state police uh, don't really know exactly when it happened, but on December 27th, it was noticed that an SUV was submerged in the Rockfish River uh, in Nelson County. Um, there were four people in this SUV, uh, and state police divers and uh, search and rescue teams went out every Friday since this incident occurred looking for the bodies. They recovered three of them and they've been positively identified. And the fourth body, uh, was recovered this morning. So that means there's all the, all the people in this SUV were recovered. Now, keep in mind, they know you know, why the uh, forerunner was trying to cross the river. They were just, it was on a road and some of it had flooded out and um, the, the, uh, the swollen river whisked the, the car away, but they don't know exactly when it was around Christmas time. Yeah, I do. I do and um, so now the fourth person has been recovered. Fourth body has been recovered. Uh, they don't know the uh, uh, the positive identity yet until the med- uh, chief medical examiner will uh, make that determination now. But it's pretty much assumed that's the person they think it is from this SUV. Yep, under, in Nelson right. County. Yeah, yeah, tragic, tragic story up in Nelson County. Yeah. Um, that's basically what we have for for you today. I will say some things going on this weekend. Last day of the general assembly regular session before we go into the special or post session. Yeah. Um, postseason, so to speak. Um, <laughs> they all qualify for the playoffs. Yeah, well, well, I mean, playoffs, playoffs. <laughs> I just want to get a budget. Um, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry, a little, little humor there. A little Jim Mora um, humor there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and um, also there is a uh, firehouse primary on Sunday yeah. to select a Democrat for to replace Congresswoman elect. Uh, Jennifer McClellan in the state Senate. And what reminded me of that is the fact that I've seen now my eighth commercial for Lamont Bagby uh, this afternoon, um, who apparently is, is running ads, loads of ads um, all the, all day today, yesterday, and probably tomorrow. As well, right. I mean, it, it had, he had to get that in pretty short order to, yeah. <laughs> to so, do that. Yeah. So he was, he and was he ready to run him right away. He was ready to roll and, and has been, yeah. so he's running Donna, uh, delegate Don Adams is running and Alexis Rogers is also. Have you seen Don Adams ads or no? I have not. Okay. I have not at all. Um, if, if I would, if I was just watching the ads and not knowledgeable, I would say that only Lamont Bagby is running from what I've seen so far. So, but we don't know that for sure. No, but, and keep in mind, keep in mind that uh, it's a firehouse primary. It's whoever shows up and it's at certain locations, right. not at normal polling places. Yep. So it's a, it's and it's a, a Sunday. So, and it's a Sunday. So, and it was really uh, quickly brought together. Yeah. So maybe not everybody's aware of it. We try to make everyone aware of it, but yeah. So, you know, I'm, um, I don't have the things posted online, but if you're a Democrat and you, you want to, there are, there are places where the, the, uh, the locations are available and we'll keep an eye on that. And, make and sure they're not at firehouses. No, no, they are some, maybe, but some, probably. maybe, but not all. 
So I, th- I think, uh, you know what, hold on. I can actually pull up. Let's, you know what, now, now that I mentioned this in the podcast, you know, we should probably do our listeners a service and actually tell them where. Yes, absolutely. So, so let's, uh, let's pull up the, uh, the list of places that you can vote. Um, so hold on. That's not this. This is like Charles city, parts of Eastern Henrico. Okay. We've got one at, uh, IBEW 666. Um, that's the uh, International Brotherhood of Electrical, Electrical Workers. Yeah. Um, 666. Yes. Again. Uh, that's in Highland Springs on Nine Mile Road. Yeah. Um, there's also the Ashland Municipal Building, okay. the Charles City County Administration Building, the Eastern Henrico Government Center, mm-hmm. and the VUU Living and Learning Center. So, okay. and that's, uh, that's on the VUU campus. Right. So, uh, uh, so actually, none of them are in firehouses. No, none are, none are at, at firehouses, but okay. I wasn't sure. So, yeah. So, so yeah, it's uh, but uh, yes, that's uh, something that uh, is happening Sunday. So, so and, and we'll have, you know, some sort of results at some point. I don't know point. if it's Sunday evening or They're, they said it should be faster because it's a smaller district and they've got more people counting. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's, so we'll keep an eye on that and that'll be uh Monday's topic. So, yep. so anyway, so that has been the uh, Friday evening edition of its news to us. Uh, obviously, like I said, we'll keep an eye on the stuff from the weekend. So for Jeff Stapleton, I'm news director, Matt Dumline, and we will talk to you on Monday. We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 